Starbucks for sale, brutal lessons learned. So the UK arm of Starbucks is likely to go on sale. Now, Starbucks has become somewhat of a global treasure. And you know, they say that some companies or brands are too big to fail. Well, clearly not. And I don't know if you love Starbucks or not. Let me know um, in any comments on any social media you follow of mine. But here's something that I think as an entrepreneur, a startup or a scale up, you can leverage. So it's far best to learn vicariously the mistakes and challenges and difficulties and failings of other businesses, entrepreneurs and brands than it is you fail yourself. You know, some people say things like, oh, well, you can only learn through experience and you've just got to go and do it. Well, actually, no. Um, it's far better to learn through the mistakes of others or the challenges of others than it is making them yourself. So, for example, would you like to know what it's like to go to prison for 10 years by going to prison for 10 years or learning from someone who's been in prison for 10 years? Because I can tell you what I'd rather, um, you know, I do not want to go to prison for 10 years just to learn what it's like about going to prison for 10 years. As an entrepreneur, do you want to learn about going bust by going bust? Or do you want to learn about going bust by other people going bust and you learning what they learned about going bust by them going bust and sharing their lessons on going bust? I don't ever want to go bust. I'm just going to say it how it is. I've made hundreds of millions. I don't want to go bust ever. And, you know, often in America, it's like, well, if you've been bust once, you're a bit more investable. If you've gone bust twice, you're very investable. No, in England, it's very different. If you've gone bust, that's a really bad thing. It is not a good thing to go bust. You bring down your creditors. You know, it's bad for your reputation. So I'd much rather learn about going bust vicariously through the mistakes and failings and challenges and lessons of others. And so I'm going to do a lot of content on this. Exactly. Learn from learn the traits of the greats and, you know, learn from the masters and the disasters. So Starbucks has been a social and global culture, but the world has changed. And I believe Starbucks is failing because of the following reasons. Number one, inflation is really high. Cost of living is soaring right now. And people don't want to spend five dollars, six pounds. You know, there's a cost of coffee that's six pounds, 12 pence. I mean, I don't know what it's got in it, but people don't want to spend five, six dollars on a coffee anymore. They might have done but they don't anymore. So lesson number one from that is you've got to evolve your pricing strategy according to the market. But we'll come back to the lessons towards the end. The second reason that Starbucks is having real difficulty and challenge right now, and by the way, I'm not saying they're dead and I'm not saying they won't learn from this and evolve through this. Many great companies and entrepreneurs, their challenges become their greatest gifts. But the, the next thing is there's staff shortages across the world. It's really hard right now to get good quality staff anywhere. You know, in the UK, we've got strikes, Royal Mail, the, um, the, the, the National Rail, they're striking there. They're going to strike at, at airports. <laughs> I think everyone's on strike. So staff, it's a really hard thing right now. I hire more than 100 people in-house 30 of them salespeople, and probably approaching 200 outsourcers. And honestly, it's really hard right now to find talent. But it's just a phase and it will change. So the, the third reason why Starbucks are struggling and failing right now is because they rely on really high margins. They have really, they rely on really high volume. They have really skinny margins. 
So do you know how much money the average um, coffee shop will take per day? Because a lot of people think it's 10,000, 20,000, 50,000. Let me know what you think on any of my social media. Well, actually, I'm going to tell you now. So <laughs> that most coffee shops only do 1,500 pounds, 2,000 pounds a day. I mean, that's crazy low, crazy low. And if rent is 60 grand a year, then you've got business rates. You've got your staffing and employment. Honestly, it's actually really difficult to make a margin. So the margins on coffee shops are really thin. So they rely on really high volume. So when you get a little reduction in sales because of the soaring cost of living crisis and massive inflation and changing habits and behaviors, then, of course, you've got huge challenges there. COVID and lockdowns. That's been difficult for most businesses, by the way. Um, but of course, if you go and socially drink coffee, you can't drink coffee online. Oh, yeah, I'll just download my coffee on Zoom. You can't do that. So the lesson for you is if you have a physical product. If you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it, then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for right now in the UK. There is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started. You know, if you have a social environment in your business and you have a, a physical premises, you've got to be able to deliver online and create experience online as well as face-to-face. -face. And of course, coffee shops can't do that. So how are they going to evolve? Next, yeah, have create your coffee as an NFT. I like that one, Ryan. Okay, next issue then that Starbucks, and by the way, many other businesses too, this is not just Starbucks, is supply chain issues. So Starbucks have not been able to source many ingredients. Many car manufacturers can't source equipment. Silicon is a scarce supply at the moment, so really hard to get camera equipment. So many things that we take the supply chain for granted, don't we? You know, your food, your drink, your commodities, your products, they just, you just take them for granted. But right now, there is a scarce supply of many things with a broken supply chain because of COVID and lockdown and you know, the war between Ukraine and Russia and the, the lockdown of global supply chains and the soaring cost of living on energy and fuel and food and everything else. Now, by the way, there is big opportunity upside in this. I'm not saying this is all downside, but, you know, like I said, I'm just trying to help you learn from the challenges that are going on in the world. And ultimately, my content is for entrepreneurs who want to start their business, scale their business, get better financial education and knowledge. OK, and then the next issue is the, wor the workers are unionizing. So across the world now, workers are unionizing because inflation is 10%. Their cost of living has gone through the roof and they're not getting um, in even, infl even inflationary matching price rises. So they're all going on strike. You know, we want more money. We want more money. And to a certain degree, I understand it. In another degree, I'm going to go off. I go off on lots of tangents. I don't know if you watch or listen to me regularly. I go off on lots of tangents. 
Sometimes the tangents are the best content, by the way, so bear with me. Um, but, you know, right now with this disruptions that are going on in the world and all these people on strike and all these people want to work from home and do less and earn more. The fundamental rule of money is if you want more money, you have to create more value. You have to create fair exchange, more value, more production, more innovation, more solutions to new problems. And so going on strike, it's actually not the solution. It might work short term, but it won't work long term. So anyway, back in the room, workers are unionizing. Now, workers tend to unionize when inflation is super high or at points in the cycle where we near some kind of revolution. And we are definitely nearing some kind of revolution right now. Okay, so hope you're finding the content useful so far. Starbucks is up for sale in the UK. Not officially, but it is definitely looking like it's going to happen. Um, Starbucks have really suffered because, one, there's really high inflation, cost of living. People don't want five, six, seven dollar coffees anymore. So they're going to have to evolve somehow. Two, huge staff shortages. Three, skinny margins. They need really high volume. They don't make a huge amount of money. They need thousands of branches. Supply chain and missing ingredient issues. Oh, there's also... When you have been used to, for 30 years, running a face-to-face business, a retail business, a location-based business, and then you have to go online and or you have to build this operating system or this ordering system or this delivery system online, it doesn't just happen overnight. So they've had absolute chaos with their um, ordering system and you know, linking to maybe Uber Eats and stuff like that. So all this stuff is going on right now. So what are the lessons? Lesson number one, then, is adapt and overcome. If Starbucks evolve and create new products and services, or maybe reduce the prices of the coffees and get people back in the coffee shop and then maybe have other products and services, or maybe have some kind of online version of their business, or find out what people now want and need and deliver what they want and need, then they're going to evolve and they're going to improve. And look, at the end of the day, you can see a challenge and a disruption like COVID or lockdown or wars or recessions or being fired or whatever. You can see it as a downside. Oh, why me? Life is over. The world is fucked. I hate the government. You know, you can look at it like that. Or you can see it as the greatest gift ever for you to evolve. Do you know Rolls-Royce used to only produce engines for aircrafts? Um, Do you know Coca-Cola used to be medicine? It wasn't, um, you know, a soft drink. It wasn't a refreshment. It was a medicine. And obviously Coca-Cola and and their companies have been disrupted by the the war on sugar, which is why they bought Innocent Smoothie and that, you know, they're looking to diversify. Um, so actually companies that last decades or hundreds of years, they evolve and they change form because if you look at money and businesses over time and you look back long enough, they evolve and change form. There's virtually no business that starts doing what it does. And then a hundred years later is doing the same thing. That's so rare. So, you know, there's a revolution going on right now and you need to make sure that you're evolving through the revolution. Okay, the second lesson then is where's the new money going? Old money used to go into local coffee shops. Old money used to go to manufacturing and industry and production. Where's new money going to? The metaverse, cryptocurrencies, podcasters, YouTubers, e-commerce, information, OnlyFans. So when there's a correction or a recession or a revolution, and I don't know which one of those we're in right now, but we're moving towards it. Money doesn't disappear. If it's more scarce for you, it just means that where it was coming to you, it's not there anymore and it's gone somewhere else. So you have to follow the money. You have to follow the opportunity. You have to follow the evolution. So social media, for example, 20 years ago, there there was no social channel. 
Then maybe people were on MySpace. Then they were on Vine. Then it was Facebook, Instagram, then TikTok, then Clubhouse. And social media evolves. And in, in five years, there'll be two or three channels we, we all use that'll be dead. And there'll be two or three new channels that none of us would have expected. So you have to follow where the new money and the new attention and the new opportunity and the new platform is going. Bebo, yes, Ryan. Bebo, who remembers Bebo? Kodak invented the digital camera. And they didn't implement it quick enough. And, you know, actually, they're still going, but they really struggled. Nearly went bust. Okay, and that's the next lesson is you're never too big to fail. And you, you know what? Pride before a fall. And I try and stay humble as an entrepreneur. And I don't mean humble in the sense of never bragging or I mean humble in the sense of the universe is so much bigger than me. The world, the planet, business, entrepreneurship is so much bigger than me. And I, the more I learn, the more I earn. And in every stressing hides a blessing. So stay humble to the process that you're never finished. You're, it's never done. You're never too big. You're never too good. And always find the blessing in the stressing. And always remember that the more you learn, the more you earn. And with every challenge, there's an equal upside opportunity. Okay, and then my final lesson, I hope you've enjoyed this content so far, by the way. Information, I believe, is the future of high margin and low overhead business models. So in an ideal world, you'll have a high margin business. So a high margin business is where you have relatively low cost, fixed and variable overhead and relatively high profit margin. So if you're in manufacturing, you've got to have the machinery and tooling, the premises, the staffing. You've got to have the stock or the material. And that can often be 70, 80, 90, 95 percent of the cost of the final product. Do you know Tesco, who are obviously a global billion pound and dollar brand, they make 3% net margin. It's so skinny. Whereas information, you don't need stock, you don't need material, you don't need overhead, you don't need manufacturing, you don't need tooling. You need information, you need knowledge. Turn what you already know into cash flow. Turn your information into income, your content into cash flow. And look at all these YouTubers entertaining and educating and making millions. Look at all of these podcasters talking about what's going on in the world and, you know, getting political or, um, you know, sharing their extreme left or extreme right views or just interviewing people making millions. People on OnlyFans getting naked making millions. So content into cash flow, information into income, really high margin, really low overhead. You can start it with an iPhone and an internet connection, literally can. So I think that this should challenge you and move you into the information business. So my question to you is, are you in the information business? Because if you're not, you need to be. The great thing about information is you don't rely on locals. So if you're a local butcher, you can only really serve a one, two mile catchment, 10 mile catchment if you're really good. But if you create information, courses, memberships, masterminds, online um, drip-fed education or two or three-day live Zoom masterclasses, mentoring, masterminding, consulting, being a digital agency, editing people's podcasts and YouTube channels for them, video, videography and audio editing. These are all online, mostly information-based businesses. And your client could be 5,000 miles away. 
on the other side of the planet and you can reach them at the speed of light through fiber optics on the internet. What an amazing time it is to live. What an amazing time it is to be an entrepreneur, but you have to learn to earn. You have to believe to achieve. You have to adapt and overcome. So um, look, I challenge you to invest in yourself because you are your best asset. Invest in yourself wisely. You pay yourself the best return. 